Glory to Jesus Christ, Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish presents Light of the East, a program revealing how the Eastern Catholic Churches have nourished the Roman Catholic Churches and today's world in profound ways through their history, traditions, mysteries, and spirituality. Hello, I am Father Thomas J. Loya, pastor of Annunciation of the Mother of God Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois, and this is the story of the Eastern Churches, an inspiring story of faith courage, intrigue, mystery, spirituality, dissension, and reconciliation. But most of all, this is an expression of a great experience of faith through our unique divine liturgy. Join with me now as we look toward the Light of the East. Light of the East is also supported by the iconography of Father Thomas J. Loya. Father Loya's iconography for your prayer and home devotion may be obtained by going to MorningstarBooksAndGifts.com That's MorningstarBooksAndGifts.com Then click on the Art and Decorative link and click on Icons in the drop-down or call 630-629-1720 Morningstar Books and Gifts 28 West St. Charles Street, Lombard, Illinois So I welcome to Light of the East Father Boris Gudziak who is the rector of the Ukrainian Catholic University in Lviv. Glory to Jesus Christ. Slava Jesus Christ, Father. Glory forever. Slava Navike. It's an honor to have you here. We've talked about this university a number of times in our program. It's one of the things that we feature here, and for good reason. We've had some other members from the foundation here. That, you know, the organization supports your university, but we're honored to have you here, the rector of the university. So just give us a brief explanation on the history of it, how this came to be, and also your involvement. Well, thank you for your hospitality. It's great to be here in uh, Chicago. Uh, and I know you have a very broad listening audience, so greetings to everybody. This university was an idea uh, first expressed by Metropolitan Shiptitsky at the beginning of the 20th century. But because of all the various political vic vicissitudes, it couldn't be created as a university in Ukraine until the beginning of the 21st. Mm. In between... Uh, Metropolitan Shabdiski founded a, a theological academy, which was a theology faculty for seminarians in the 20s, which was closed down by the Soviets. Mm -hmm. uh, the rector at that uh, time was uh, Joseph Slipi, who became Shabdiski's successor. He spent 18 years in the Gulag, and he was released uh, actually at the request of uh, John XXIII, who had in intervened in the Cuban Missile Crisis. And Khrushchev, uh, the party secretary of the Soviet Union, uh, wanted to thank the Pope, so he released the guy that he actually imprisoned mm -hmm. in 1945 to attend Vatican uh, II in 1963. And the first, one of the first things that uh, uh, Metropolitan Slipe did is in Rome he founded the university. Mm -hmm. I uh, was a young kid in Syracuse, New York, uh, mm. when uh, Joseph Slipe made the global rounds and he came to Syracuse, I was chosen to greet him at the airport. And that basically changed my life. I was seven years old then. I met him a few times as a teenager. And in 1980, after uh, getting a degree in bio biology at Syracuse University, I went to Rome to live and study with him. He told us... Um, that uh, the Soviet Union wouldn't last forever. You need to prepare fellows. Uh, this university needs to be moved to Ukraine. And we were too young not to believe him because mm -hmm. going to the Soviet Union was uh, 
probably more difficult than going to Mars back then. <laughs> yeah, because under their under their communism. Right. Um, I, uh, with his blessing, went uh, back from Rome to Harvard University, where I did a doctorate in Byzantine and Slavic church history. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, kind of armed with that, I went to Ukraine uh, for good uh, in 1992. I had been traveling back and forth for a few years. And I was asked by uh, Cardinal Slipi's successor, Cardinal, Cardinal Lubachewski, to work on this project. He said, you know, I can't give you anything, uh, no money, no professors, no books. Uh, we don't have a library. We don't have a building. Uh, but you have the full backing of the church and my personal blessing. And uh, that's how we started. We did a two-year feasibility study. We looked at different programs in universities in 10 different countries for two years, 92, 94. In 94, we began in a small, uh, dilapidated kindergarten. It was like beginning a Mercedes-Benz factory in a village in Bangladesh that has no roads uh, (laughs) because we didn't have have the necessary ingredients. Uh, But I'm glad to say that uh, out of our first class of graduates this summer, um, one of our first students, a seminarian, uh, this summer he defended a doctorate in Trinitarian theology at Oxford University in Rowan Mm. Williams, Mm. uh, the head of the Anglican Church, a church in turmoil now, a man that's very busy, said uh, he got wind of this thesis. He's a, he has interest in Eastern Christianity. He knows Greek very well and Russian. And, and he said, I want to be one of the uh, reviewers at the defense. But since he was busy marrying the prince and other things, uh, he invited Roman and the whole board from Oxford down to Lambeth Palace. And that's where uh, this young man who uh, was kind of on the first conveyor in this mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. program. Uh, uh, so we haven't been playing catch-up ball. We're, we're really, we've tried to uh, encourage students to learn many languages. Many of mm-hmm. our undergraduates graduate knowing seven, eight, nine languages. Mm. Uh, uh, they're globally open, but they're also very, very uh, concerned about articulating and witnessing uh, to the Christian legacy. Well, this, you know, I have your brochure, your information on this uh, Catholic University, Ukrainian Catholic University. It's very, very impressive what you offer. There's so many programs. I mean, you are the real deal. (laughs) Well, it's the only Catholic university in 13 time zones of the former Soviet Union. And since we began with nothing, we had a great grace you know, mm-hmm. when you have nothing, you have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. So you can be mm-hmm. radical. Yeah. And we wanted to be fully contemporary, actually trailblazing into the future, and yet uh, fully rooted in the tradition. Mm-hmm. The cornerstone for our identity is uh, the legacy of the martyrs of the 20th century. Mm-hmm. Basically, what we reflect on is that our, our parents in faith, our mothers and fathers in Ukraine, uh, the Sheptitskis, the Slipis, uh, and a myriad of priests and religious and lay people. In Ukraine, they accomplished uh, the greatest task of the 20th century. They met the biggest challenge. It was a great thing to put a man on the moon, to split the atom, invent computers, uh, you know, laseroscopy surgery. That is all very impressive. But the biggest challenge of the 20th century was the inhumane 
evil of totalitarianism, mm-hmm. which sought to crush the human spirit. And the confessors of the faith, the martyrs, they overcame this. And it happened in Ukraine, mm-hmm. made in Ukraine, so to speak. And what we're telling students and we tell each other in this community is that God works everywhere. We're not second class, even though we've been beaten down mm-hmm. and negated, although, even though the dignity of people was, was uh, often crushed in Ukraine. It is a crucible in which the answers to the most poignant and uh, kind of uh, complex questions of the 21st century can be formulated. And that is the spirit with which we're trying to uh, move forward with this university. I just want to tell the listeners that if they want to find out about the Ukrainian university, where do they go? Well, uh, we have a a fine website that functions also in English, uh, ucu.edu. Dot .ua, pretty intuitive, the Ukrainian mm-hmm. Catholic University, Education, Ukraine. Uh, we have a foundation uh, here in Chicago. Its website is uh, ucef.org, the Ukrainian Catholic Education Foundation.org. We have uh, many volunteers in North America. Uh, many North Americans have come to teach English. Uh, we have, for example, a three-month immersion program in the summer, uh, for English, about 20 volunteers. Uh, and when I say volunteers, it's kind of a, a real stretch because we ask you to pay the ticket, uh, sacrifice your time, <laughs> eat modestly, uh, work to the bone, and have an experience that not only changes the life of our young students, but might change yours. Um, we've had a uh, few hundred uh, volunteers over the years, and um, many of these volunteers are um, in, in the U.S., and our foundation can get you into contact with them. They can tell you about uh, their experience. In your brochure, in the section that says UCU Overview, it says the Ukrainian Catholic University has a faculty of philosophy and theology and also a humanities faculty, both of which award bachelor's and master's degrees. In addition, there are numerous scholarly and teaching institutes and other departments. Yeah, we now have opened a business school, a school of journalism. Uh, We're hoping to open up a psychology program next year. Uh, We have many also certificate programs. What it's difficult to convey to an American uh, or Western audience is the incredible bureaucracy that's involved with accreditation in Ukraine. Mm. So some people are saying, you know, give us programs without that. The business MBA program, for example, which is for owners of companies, They said, do away with that accreditation process. Don't waste your energy on that, but give us what this university gives uniquely. So we have certificate programs in iconography, uh, in uh, public affairs, in uh, many languages. People come to the university to learn languages practically. Uh, uh, You can learn, you know, Polish, uh, Italian, English, uh, French, German. Um, you know, Father, your, your uh, journalism department is, is very interesting, interests me, because it's in the section of your catalog that says Transforming Society. And I find that to be rather interesting, maybe providential. We're going to talk about that when we return. Our guest today is Father Boris Gudyak, who is the rector of the Ukrainian Catholic University in the Ville of Ukraine. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. Light of the East mission is Christianity's Reunion and to tell the story of the Eastern Lung of the Catholic Church. We need your support in order to keep Light of the East on the air. 
You can make a donation now by going to ByzantineCatholic.com. That's ByzantineCatholic.com. Click on the radio button and then donate securely using any major credit card. With your help, we can keep Light of the East's illumination bright. I'm Father Thomas J. Loya, and I'm inviting you to my talk, The Missal, Messiah, and the Magisterium, The Secret Behind the Changes in the Roman Mass, Thursday, December 1st at 7 p.m. at Morningstar Books and Gifts in Lombard, Illinois. Join Father Loya for this free and open-to-the-public talk on The Changes in the Roman Mass, Thursday, December 1st at 7 p.m. at Morningstar Books and Gifts. 28 West St. Charles Street, Lombard, Illinois. For complete details, visit MorningstarBooksAndGifts.com. That's MorningstarBooksAndGifts.com. For the Missal, Messiah, and the Magisterium, free and open to the public at Morningstar Books and Gifts, Thursday, December 1st at 7 p.m. in Lombard, Illinois. You're listening to Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. The Daughters of St. Paul sponsor a monthly study group on The Theology of the Body. The discussions are led by Father Thomas Loya. Glory to Jesus Christ. Every second Saturday during the month at Pauline Books and Media, 172 North Michigan Avenue in Chicago, from 10.30 until 12 noon Central Time. Simultaneously and interactively video streamed live online at tinyurl.com forward slash TOB online. That's tinyurl.com forward slash TOB online. As you know, we are concerned about the sacramental liturgical worldview as delivered by John Paul II's Theology of the Body. For more information, go to daughtersofstpaul.com or call 312-346-4228. Okay, welcome back to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loya, your host, and we're honored to have the rector of the Ukrainian Catholic University, Lviv, Ukraine. We have talked about this wonderful institution a number of times on our program, but today we're very, very honored to have the rector himself, Father Boris. And Father Boris, I left off by talking about this department, these, these studies you offer in journalism. And to me, I'm intrigued by the fact that in your catalog, it's in the category and the page entitled Transforming Society. Tell me how this Ukrainian Catholic University is can and is transforming society? Well, first of all, it is concentrating on uh, the challenges in Ukrainian society. In the 20th century, 17 million people were killed in Ukraine. Our city, uh, I'm here at St. Stanislav's Parish, uh, Polish parish, used to be the biggest parish in uh, in the United States. Uh, our city had a very big Polish population, and Stalin expelled 100,000 Poles. The Nazis before that had uh, killed over 100,000 Jews. Ukrainians were decimated. Our city had 300,000 people before the war. Only 60,000 were left after the war. This is a, this is a story of Ukraine, and there's profound trauma and actually deep-seated fear in, in people. So with the journalism program, as with other programs, we're trying to reestablish interpersonal trust. Mm-hmm. It's it's um, it can't it's not Nescafe. You can't you know just pour hot water into uh, <laughs> uh, you know a cup of coffee and uh, we're, in, we're 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 kind of used to instant results now, or we want instant results. It's a painstaking, patient process of love, and uh, the journalism program has uh, a first-rate studio. It has the best uh, university studio 
television, radio, and newsroom uh, of any program in Ukraine. But what we try to do is, besides the uh, technical and uh, strictly academic side, we try to help the journalists develop a strong moral background and strong moral fiber. Much of journalism today is corrupt in Ukraine. Different politicians, uh, others pay for stories. Mm -hmm. And uh, to transform that, you need people that will be witnesses, that will be like the martyrs were in the 20th century. Mm -hmm. Uh, So... Uh, what uh, the, the the transformation that uh, the university is proposing is really a combination of uh, expertise, competence, uh, and international openness, uh, uh, no fear of global challenges, and also a great sensitivity to the pain and uh, wounds of Ukrainian society. Also, you have master's programs for people who aren't who can take that remotely, right? Uh, like training on online, as it were? Yes, we have what is probably the only program in the world in which you can get a master's degree in ecumenism. And you can mm. do it not only in Ukrainian, but also in English. It has, uh, this program has an international faculty. Um, one of the biggest scandals uh, that we Christians have allowed to come about is the fact that we are divided. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, a lot of young people globally, the fact that Christians are at odds, that they're not in communion, uh, that they're contending, you know, raises a question. Well, Mm -hmm. you're preaching brotherly love. You're preaching unity in Christ, one body of Christ. Mm Mm-hmm. Where, what's the story here? Yeah, exactly. So ecumenism um, is something that uh, is very close uh, to the heart of um, the mission of our university. And we'd like to invite people to uh, participate in this program. Father, I'm just going to pause here for just a second to let the listeners know that the Pope, Pope Benedict XVI, this month, that his Prayer intentions have been for the Eastern churches. In fact, the general intention reads like this, that the Eastern Catholic churches and their venerable traditions may be known and esteemed as a spiritual treasure for the whole world. So it's all that more providential that you are here with us today on Light of the East as the Pope himself has reached out to Eastern churches in prayer. And our prayer, as I've always taught in this program, is our chant. Our chant is our prayer. And so I'd like to share with our audience our chant, and the chant comes from your particular church, the Ukrainian Catholic Church, and in fact, it is sung by the choir of the Ukrainian Catholic University. Just one of the many other things that are so beautiful about this, about this university, how many things that you offer. So the choir of the Ukrainian Catholic University will sing for us today in Lay of the East from their recording. It's called, the recording is called The Mercy of Peace in English, and they're going to sing the Trubic Hymn. And this is a hymn that is sung just before the great entrance where the gifts are brought around in a great and grand procession to the altar and placed on the altar so they will be consecrated. And during this time, you'll hear in the background the bells and those little bells that you're hearing, those sort of a chingy-lingy sound, is actually the sound of the bells on the censer that is traditional for Eastern churches. And the deacon is sensing the church during this time, preparing the entire church as the choir sings. He prepares our hearts, our minds, our, our souls, our ears, and even the air we breathe for the entrance of these gifts, which is called the great entrance in the Byzantine liturgy. I'm going to dedicate this treasure from the Ukrainian Catholic University, this piece from their choir, 
to the memory of our original producer and engineer, Mr. R. Clifton, who passed away this week three years ago. And so we offer this hymn from the Byzantine Church, music that he loves so much, in memory of our original producer and engineer here at Light of the East, Mr. Art Clifton. May the Lord God grant eternal rest and a blessed repose, and may he remember him forever.
You were listening to one of the many treasures of the Ukrainian Catholic University in Lviv. This one was, of course, a selection from our liturgy, sung by the choir of the Ukrainian Catholic University. And today we dedicated this chant to the memory of Art Clifton. Well, Father Boris, it's been a pleasure to have you on our program today. We're so honored that you were able to come from Ukraine to be here with us. I know you're just a short time in the area. And we hope to have you on again, even perhaps even by telephone, you know, once in a while, check in with you and see how things are going. Very open to that. And I want to thank you for your witness. I think Christian East, uh, with its um, deep understanding of what the symbols mean, Mm -hmm. uh, iconography, uh, the liturgical tradition of the Mm -hmm. Christian East, that's something that the world needs today. The universal Catholic communion, the entire Christian world, Mm -hmm. and the secular world. And uh, I thank you for the great work that you're doing through this program. Well, thank you, Father. I'm honored. And once again, to get in touch or find out about the Ukrainian Catholic University in Lvov, you go to ucu.edu.ua. That's ucu.edu.ua. Thank you again, Father Boris, and thank all of you for listening. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. God bless you all. Thank you. Light of the East mission is Christianity's reunion. And to tell the story of the Eastern lung of the Catholic Church, we need your support. In order to keep Light of the East on the air, you can make a donation now by going to byzantinecatholic.com. That's byzantinecatholic.com. Click on the radio button and then donate securely using any major credit card. With your help, we can keep Light of the East's illumination bright.